Fork in the Road started off as part of a European design project. The idea was to create small mobile kitchen units, small enough to be towed behind a bike. A number of these have been built on the continent, but one of the people involved in developing the design has long wanted to bring it here to Scotland. Mo Odling has worked hard, not just to get these kitchens built here, but also to raise the money to take them out into communities around Edinburgh. We have two trailer units that are in themselves kitchens. They are fully mobile, they can be taken anywhere that a bike can go, and it, it's on a normal bike trailer that attaches to the back of any bike that is safe to take a trailer, because you have to think about the safety. But that suggests it must be quite narrow. They are, yep, they're about 50 centimetres. In fact, they aren't about, they are 50 centimetres. So most bike trailers, if you think of the width of your handlebars, you don't really want your trailer to be that much wider than that because otherwise you're like a triangle. (laughs) These units are about 50 centimetres when they're all folded up. And then when you get to where you need to go and you want to set them up, you tip them through 90 degrees and then they fold out to be used as you would use them, and then you pack them away again. So what all is contained within this trailer unit? Oh, that was the challenge, actually, when we came to it. So with the design last summer when we were looking at making an Edinburgh-specific iteration of the original design, is we had to think of all the things that a kitchen is. If you take away the four walls, what's left? Like, what do you need to take around with them? So they have work surface space for up to seven people. So there's two work surface... I call them wings, because when you look at the picture, they do look like wings. And then there's a central work space in the inside cavity, I suppose. That's where we keep our pots, our pans, food stuff. But it all folds in and and is kept inside the shelves. So does it have a a mini hob in which you can cook? Yes. So when we were looking at heat source, you'd be amazed actually at how many spaces have electricity. And that's been really nice to find out, actually, because, of course, that is then free and you get these very useful portable hobs and they're quite light and very handy for doing things like that. It's also much safer than having to carry a a gas canister. Well, one of the things we did look at, so gas canisters are very heavy and you don't really want to be cycling one. You don't want to be pulling so much weight with you. So I should mention there are two units that work together so no one cyclist is ever pulling all of the weight. To get around the gas part of it, you get camping stoves because they work perfectly well can be quite expensive but it depends what kind you get or is it quite small yes they're really really small because actually the units aren't designed to be a commercial kitchen where we set up we make a big pot of something or we're commercially selling food to the public they're set up to be workshop spaces where people come and engage with us and talk to us and get involved so that means that we aren't often ever having to have the heat on, like at home, you don't have it on for hours and hours and hours like a commercial kitchen would need to do. So actually gas becomes very practical because it's light, if you get refillable gas canisters, and if they're small, then they're actually then a lot lighter than taking electricity. Having both options gives you a lot more freedom to speak to the space and say, oh, well, what is going to be most appropriate to the people that you're going to work with? Okay, so who is your target audience for this? If you've got a unit that can turn any space into a kitchen, who would benefit from that and what kinds of new ideas can you bring to say to people you don't need to take food inside to cook, you can do it outside. So initially we've been looking at community organisations who already are looking at new ways of talking about food and, and working with people around food. 
So they might have a growing space, any place with a community garden. It should be such an integral part of gardening, really, is if you're making things that you can eat. Um, there are a few organisations that deal directly with green spaces in Edinburgh and getting people, maybe it's about getting people to use that space in a new way or look at the space in a different light. I'm looking at like Craig Miller Castle, it's got that lovely wood around it, or it might even be looking at a small park that's on the promenade. And so I see Fork in the Road as being a really great opportunity for people to come together to discuss maybe spaces in the community that need a bit more work. It sounds like you're being quite imaginative in the kind of people that you're taking these bike kitchens to. Mm. I decided to go specifically to community organisations who are already fully embedded in those communities. How can I be a resource for you? And what's been lovely that's come out of that is that I can come along and become an added thing to other projects. So one week I might be working with people who are learning English as their additional language, and the next day I might be with a a new mums group. Those groups are going to have longevity far beyond when I come in and meet them. But hopefully I can bring them something that completely out of the blue that they hadn't realised that they wanted, and I can introduce the tool library, and we can talk about food and the problems that are facing them, and we can talk about sustainability, and hopefully introduce some new people to the idea of eating outside and get them into the local green spaces and growing spaces. The intriguing thing is I heard about this from the project manager at Belfield, and she was quite keen on the idea of getting you in at some point. For me, as the person who's brought this project to the tool library and has nurtured it through its different stages, the reaction that I've had from meeting different people from different organisations, not all of them anything to do with food, but the fact that food is so core to everybody's lives and can be such a great way to bring people together to inspire people but at the same time when times are hard it becomes one of the hardest things using something like this and hearing that people are keen for me to come and meet them and do things has given me the motivation to maybe get it through the last little bit when I wasn't sure about the funding and things like that so I'm always delighted to hear from anybody who's interested in even just learning a bit more or yeah, has a possible collaboration opportunity because really I'm creating a resource but what I can't do and what I can't have capacity to do is to know all of these different communities and know how they might use it. I have to have the first half of the question and then I hope that I'm going to hear it reflected back. Oh yes, we, we would use this in this way or we have this space and it would work. And then in that way it's a really true collaboration because I'm not filling in all of the answers. What she wants to do is to become a model, to be followed by other groups around the country. The design patterns for these mobile kitchens are open source, meaning that anyone can use them to build their own versions for their own communities. To begin with, she'll be working with groups in places like Craig Miller and Wester Hills, for example, but is open to approaches from others around the city.